And as we step into our message for this morning, I want to remind us of where we've been. Last week, we talked about how Jesus is the king who holds it all together even when we can't. Today, we're still talking about how Jesus is alive. He rose from the dead, and now he's proving that he is the king when he meets his disciples. He gives them the proof in our video this morning. On the first day of the week, in the evening, Jesus' disciples gathered together in a house in Jerusalem. News about Jesus was spreading. Some of Jesus' followers reported that Jesus wasn't dead anymore. Two of Jesus' followers told the other disciples that Jesus had appeared to them on the road to Emmaus. They had traveled with him, and once they reached their destination, they invited him to stay with them. They had recognized him when he broke bread with them. As the disciples talked, Jesus came and stood among them. Peace to you, he said. <gasps> the disciples were surprised and terrified. They couldn't believe their eyes. Was this really Jesus? The disciples thought they were seeing a ghost. Why are you afraid? Jesus asked. It's me. Why do you doubt? Look at me and touch me. You can see that I am not a ghost. A ghost does not have flesh and bones like I do. Jesus showed the disciples his hands and his side. They saw the holes in Jesus' hands and in his side. It seemed too good to be true, but Jesus really was alive. Do you have anything here to eat? Jesus asked. The disciples gave Jesus some fish and he ate it. Jesus talked to the disciples and explained the Bible to them. He helped them understand how the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms told about him. The scriptures said the Messiah would suffer and rise from the dead so that people could be forgiven their sins. Then Jesus told the disciples that they had a job to do. The disciples needed to tell other people to repent from their sin and be forgiven. For 40 days, Jesus presented himself to over 500 people and proved that he is alive. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 through 8. Jesus is still alive today he sends out believers to tell others about him. I think most of us have experienced the too good to be true before. You get that letter in the mail that says, you get a free two-night stay at a five-star hotel, no strings attached. And then you read about the strings that are attached for a couple of pages, and that's too good to be true. Or, or sometimes you get that call from, your friend, long-lost friend, Scam Likely, uh, and, and he calls you up and says, you want a million dollars, all I need is your account and routing number. And Well, that seems, that might be a little bit too good to be true. Right? And the disciples, they are in a moment in time where they needed something good when they're in the upper room. Because they had bet their entire lives and livelihoods on Jesus. They said, Jesus is our king, and we're going to put everything in with him. And then Jesus was dead. And for them in the upper room, when somebody comes to them and tells them that Jesus is alive, they knew that that was too good to be true. And then, while they're having that very conversation, there's Jesus standing with them in the room. And I don't know if we always realize just how amazing it is that God raises the dead, 
But if somebody that you knew had died is standing in the room, you're going to be scared. That's, that's both spooky and amazing. And so the disciples, their first conclusion is, I lost my mind. When they realize other people are seeing the same thing, they determine, well, Jesus must be a ghost. And the amazing thing about this story is that Jesus is so patient with the disciples. They say he's a ghost, so he says, see my hands, see my feet, touch me and see. Casper doesn't have these. I am not a ghost, right? And they touch him, and so they have this perception that, okay, my perception tells me that Jesus is alive, but I'm still not convinced because they're so happy. This is so good, it can't be true. And so Jesus is patient with them. And he gives them this, this rational argument. Okay, we'll do a scientific test. You have a piece of fish there. Give the piece of fish to me. If I can eat it, then I'm not a ghost and I'm really here. And if I can't, then, well, maybe I'm not real. And they do the scientific test. Jesus passes. He proves scientifically that he's there. But even that doesn't seem to be enough for the disciples. You see, even though he's so patient with them and gives them the rational and the perceptible explanation, it's not until he opens up God's word that he proves that he's with them. Because God's word is the foundation of truth. It's the foundation of reality. And so Jesus opens up that word and proves to them that he had to rise from the dead. And they come to believe this awesome message that Jesus does amazing things. It is that good and it's true. Jesus is alive. Jesus is king. And he is doing amazing things in their lives right now. And I think sometimes we have those moments in our lives where we really need to see something good. And it's hard to believe it. It's hard to believe that Jesus is that good and he's also true. It's hard to believe that Jesus is really that amazing. Because I know that Jesus came to forgive sins, but when I sin in the same way once and then twice and then three times, well, maybe Jesus can cover that. But if I'm stuck in that same sin a fourth time, can Jesus really forgive me there? And he rises from the dead to tell us, yes, I can. I have the power. I am that amazing. I can bring the forgiveness. Or maybe your year feels like for half a year I've been climbing up a mountain and then I look up and see that it just got twice as steep. Right? It's exhausting. And we say, well, what can Jesus do here? Can Jesus really work in this circumstance? And he rises from the dead to prove he can't. Because our God is a God who does the amazing. He does the unimaginable. And if Jesus is king, no matter how steep that mountain is that you're climbing, no matter what that circumstance is in your life, we know beyond the shadow of a doubt, because Jesus proves it by his resurrection, that Jesus is king. He will stand on the top of that mountain. And in the end, when Jesus comes back, you will stand with him. And we will see that Jesus is king once and for all. You see, the words of Jesus are that amazing and they are that good. They are that true. Because Jesus does amazing things. But even that's not the end of the story. 
at the end of this, after Jesus gives them this message for the forgiveness of sins, he tells the disciples, you are the witnesses. You're the ones who see how amazing I am, and you get to go out and tell people. Now the disciples are with Jesus now, and we have an amazing Jesus who's with us in this world and gives us that same message. He says, you are my witnesses. You are the people that get to go share the story because you've seen, you've had the joy of seeing that Jesus is that amazing and he is with us. He's proven it to us. He's been patient enough to prove it rationally that, that he gives us the, the empty tomb, right? Because if the tomb wasn't empty, they could have just pulled out the body of Jesus and told the Christians, all right, you guys can go home. He gives us the testimony of the disciples who go all the way to their death convinced that Jesus is alive. And people, that many people don't go to their death believing a lie. He gives us the fact that not only people who wanted Jesus to rise, but even Paul, who, who really didn't want Jesus to rise, is testifying that Jesus is alive. He gives us that rational argument, but more than that, he gives us his word. And I asked a young person this week, what do you think it means to be a witness? Well, how do you think you could see yourself being Jesus' witness? And he says, well, one thing is I need to go back and read the Bible. Because he sees that the word is the foundation of truth. And he wants to explain that story to others. You are the witnesses of Jesus. He does amazing things. He did it in his resurrection. He does it in our lives today so that we can share our stories and know his word and share his story too. What does that look like? Well, all of you have probably been following the struggle of Megan, and I promised I wouldn't misquote her, so I wrote this down so that I would be able to, to read this quote. This is from her Caring Bridge Journal. She says, being completely helpless in getting better, I know God is my healer. I wondered what I would do with all my time waiting for surgery and not working. I've been able to spend more time in his presence and be amazed at what he does. I am truly lost in wonder. God is good, he is faithful, and he loves me so much. My prayer today is that you would know the same is true for you. No matter what chapter you are in, be on the lookout for what God is doing and prepare to be amazed. What Jesus does in our lives is that good. And it's true. Because Jesus does the amazing things of resurrection. He does amazing things in our lives so that you can go share the story and prepare to be amazed. Amen.